What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss Christy, host of the Young Black and Opinionated podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show. It's been a minute. I'm excited to be back. Um, today's episode, I'm going to be doing Put Y'all On. I'm going to be doing a little bit of pop culture news and telling you guys all about my vacations. That's vacations with an S because I took two. And then I am going to close out with year canceled. So who's ready? Who is ready? Let's get the show started. Okay, so my put y'all on this week is going to be all American. Um, I'm a little late to the game, but I just started watching this show on Netflix. It originally airs on the CW. Um, have I talked about this show on here before? I don't think so. Basically, it kind of reminds me of One Tree Hill meets Friday Night Lights. Um, a black boy from Crenshaw starts going to the affluent Beverly Hills High School to play football. Um, and it just follows his life and his personal issues and pretty good show. Um, it's been renewed for a second season already. So let me finish the first season and then I will tell you guys about season two, which I think comes out in October. Um, yeah, but all of the actors are pretty new to me. The only, um, like big name on this show would be Tay Diggs. And I really can't stand Tay Diggs as a person, but you know, as an actor, he does his thing. So that's all I'm gonna tell you about the show. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's on Netflix and it originally airs on the CW. The CW has really been catching my attention lately. I think I talked about on last episode how I've been watching Riverdale as well, which if you are a Riverdale fan, Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt have broken up in real life after dating for two years. So sad. Um, but yeah, that's my put y'all on. Anything else? I still have not finished Handmaid's Tale. I finally finished Dead to Me. Um, that's going to be renewed for a second season, so that's exciting. I just like Christina Applegate, period. So, um, And then I also just watched that movie Secret Obsession on Netflix starring Brenda Song. I'm so glad Brenda Song is back. I don't know where she's been. Like I haven't seen her since Wendy Wu. But, um, I mean, that movie was... It was good, but it was like predictable. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. And this week coming up is the final season of Orange is the New Black. I'm going to need mad tissues. I'm going to be very upset. Um, Did I talk about Stranger Things? I don't know if I talked about Stranger Things on here, but I also watched season three. I watched it in like a week and I was sobbing, like snotting, like actual snot coming out my nose, crying at the character that died. So you need to watch season three if you haven't already. That's my put y'all on. That's basically my little TV corner. Now let's get into it. I have not been the best with keeping up with the podcast because I have had a lot going on. Fourth of July... So July 4th to July 7th, I went to Houston. Um, it was kind of a girl's trip. We were celebrating my friend Brianna's birthday. Brianna has been on the show before. Um, so happy birthday again to Brianna. Her birthday is actually on the 4th of July. I can't imagine if my birthday was a holiday. That would suck. She makes the best of it. So we all went to Houston, had a good time, good girl's trip. We went to every club every night. 
Um, but I, I, what I wanted to share about the Houston trip is that I was supposed to leave on Sunday, July 7th. So, um, Brianna was leaving on Monday, July 8th. So I packed my bags, said bye, went to the airport seven in the morning. I'm ready to go home. Honestly, it's been a fun weekend, but I'm tired. I'm ready to go home. And the attendant, uh, I was flying United. The attendant said, we're looking for one volunteer to stay behind and take the flight tomorrow. We need you to give up your seat and we're willing to give you a $800 travel voucher and a first class seat on tomorrow's flight. And I'm thinking like, dang, that sounds pretty good. And I'm really not in a rush to get home because, you know, Brianna's back at the Airbnb. Like I could stay another night if I really wanted to. So I thought about it a little bit and I said, F it. I'm about to, I'm about to stay in Houston. So I volunteered and I gave up my seat and it turns out that a woman and baby took my seat. So, um, I gave up my seat. I got that $800 travel voucher. Don't ask me for no plane tickets. Cause that's all me. I can't wait to spend that. Um, and then the next day I left the flight was at like eight in the morning. So I got to the airport on Monday that, um, security line was mad long and I showed them my ticket and they were like, Oh, you have pre-check. So the first class ticket came with the pre-check. So I went right through the pre-check. Um, when I got on the first class boarding group one, I never felt that in my life. <laughs> that seat had mad room. Um, they'd be giving out blankets in first class apparently. Cause you know, them airplanes be cold and I'd be having to carry my own blanket around. You need a blanket. You need a pillow. We got you. Um, it was a morning flight. So they gave us a full breakfast. I had a breakfast sandwich. I had a fruit salad. Your girl don't even like yogurt, but I tried it cause it came with the first class breakfast. Okay. Um, I, I, again, I tasted the yogurt and I still don't like it. I'm sorry, but at least it was free. I didn't waste my money and we had a good time. Um, so yeah, that was my trip to Houston. Um, you know, one thing I will say about Houston is the streets were very clean. You know, it wasn't a lot of garbage or anything like New York City, but there were some homeless people out there. And um, also the businesses, I don't know if it's because it was a holiday. We were out there on the 4th of July, but the businesses were closed. I could not get any food. I had to order a freaking a burger from DoorDash, from IHOP nonetheless. So after that, I did have some good food, though. We went to this... um mac and cheese place it was like strictly mac and cheese i had the chicken parm mac and cheese bruh yeah let's just say between these two vacations i've been constipated because uh about a week after i went to houston i went on my first cruise i went to bermuda with my boyfriend josh everybody knows josh um so we went from new york to bermuda on a four-day cruise we were on the carnival sunrise and i'm probably gonna do a youtube video about the trip That's another thing. Um, I've been MIA from the podcast because I put out a YouTube video. So YBO is officially on YouTube. Please check out the YouTube page. Watch the first video. Like it. Comment. Show some love. Um, The first video is basically me doing a food review. I went to three different pizza joints in New York and, you know, had a little fun. It was entertaining. It was informational. It's called Taste Test. And this was the pizza edition. So hopefully in the future I can do taste tests, you know, maybe bar edition, taste test, ice cream edition, all different types of taste tests. But yeah, check that out on YouTube. Anyways, Josh and I went to Bermuda. We had an awesome, amazing time. I can't stress enough. Like girls trip to Houston. That was fun. But vacation, even better. Look, just imagine being on a, 
a island with your boo just sipping daiquiris it was amazing me and josh only had one little disagreement the whole cruise and it was about bingo and it was about me wasting my money on the bingo cards because i had no chance of winning but i still played like three times so yeah i did the karaoke we went to the little broadway type shows and it was truly awesome and the ship moving really didn't bother me that much um I did not get seasick. So we had such an awesome time. I am a little upset that our cruise ship had two water slides and I didn't get the chance to go on because they were closed every time I went up there because it was too windy on the top deck. But yeah, we had a balcony room. Everything could just not have been any better. And if you want to see more details about my cruise, if you're thinking about taking a cruise, you can watch that on YouTube. The video is going to be out pretty soon. All right. So that is my little recap of my July. That's what I've been doing all July. Um, now let's get into some pop culture news because while Josh and I were on the cruise, we decided to unplug, meaning we did not pay for the Wi-Fi. We were not on social media. I was only able to go on Instagram when we got on land in Bermuda and I turned my phone on. Shout out to Verizon. That coverage is awesome. But... um. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in the news. So I had to go back and look today, like what I've been missing. Apparently, there's a Harry Tubman movie coming out. I had no idea. Um, so this is going to be a little reenactment of Harriet Tubman's life and escape from slavery. It's going to star Tony Award winning Cynthia Erivo. I am a little disappointed they didn't pick Viola Davis. Come on. We all know that she'd be looking kind of rough and how to get away with murder. She could have definitely pulled off a Harriet Tubman. But hey. They picked somebody super talented, so I'm excited for her. Am I excited for the movie? I don't know. I need to watch the trailer because, you know, I'm just sick and tired of all these slave movies. Like, I'm surprised, honestly, that Harriet Tubman hasn't had a movie before. If she has, I don't know about it because Harriet Tubman, like, is the epitome of, like, slavery and, like, freedom. They was about to put her face on a $20 bill, so she deserves a movie, but it's just, like... It's coming at a time where we've seen so many, what was it, 12, 12 Years a Slave, uh, what's that other movie called with the boy that looks like, ugh, I can't think of the movie right now, Born, Born into Freedom, Born, now I gotta look up the movie, I, I, it'll come to me later, but um, yeah, how do y'all feel about slave movies, how do you feel about civil rights movies, is it like beating a dead horse, or are you one of those people like, no, we need to keep hearing about it because it still exists today? I don't know. Let me know your thoughts because I'm just sick of it. But Harriet Tubman, I I will watch Harriet Tubman. I never even saw 12 Years a Slave. And I'm trying to think of the other movie. It has that dude, Nate, Nate Parker. Is that his name? But yeah, let me know what y'all think about it because I am just so interested in harriet tubman's life but on the other hand oh it's called birth of a nation there we go birth of a nation uh, i was talking about nate parker by the way he was in secret life of bees the great debaters then he did have a little scandal about um sexual assault in college i think he went to penn state but that's neither here nor there let's move on <laughs> all right so um I wanted to just mention briefly about U.S. news that the Senate has voted 97 to 2 and everybody knows the names of those two people who did not vote yes 
So they're getting some backlash right now. They have voted to extend the 9-11 Victims Compensation Fund through 2090. I think that's dope. I really think that the true heroes, when it comes to 9-11 and us getting through that as a nation, the true heroes were really the first responders. I've seen a lot of documentaries that were like boots on the ground, like in-depth documentaries. And I can't imagine what those guys went through. They didn't know where their their team was. They didn't know where their family was. They didn't know if they were going to make it out. It's the least that our government can do is pay them for their, basically this fund is going to help pay for their medical bills and anything else related to 9-11 for the rest of their life, basically. It's for like another 70 years. So I'm really glad that has been passed by the Senate, but now the bill has to be signed by the president and hopefully he won't cause any problems. I don't know why. Just every time they say it needs to be signed by the president, I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, oh, so close yet so far. We just need that one signature. So I really hope that um, gets passed. And, you know, I hear a lot of talk about reparations and stuff everybody's like why do you want reparations you didn't go through slavery i feel like if jewish people can get reparations if um you know victims of 9-11 can get some funding i think it's only fair that black people get some type of reparation for basically no i'm not a slave my mom's not a slave my grandma was a slave but i bet you I'm not too, we're not too far removed is what I'm trying to say. You know, it was only my great, great grandparents who were slaves. You know, it wasn't that long ago. And I feel like because my ancestors were slaves that set the rest of our generations back. So yeah, I may not be a slave, but reparations could possibly help me right now in the present. That's all I'm gonna say on that. I don't know how I got on that topic, but you know, slavery, compensation bills, I'm just all over the place right now. But That's what I feel about slavery movies and compensation funding. And that is my dog, Pete. Y'all know Pete. He likes to shake it. All right. So now uh, I want to switch gears and talk about hip hop. By the way, when Josh and I were on the cruise and didn't have any Wi-Fi, I just had to download a bunch of music and we listened to the same songs over and over. Let's just say we listened to a lot of Rodeo by Lil Nas X. But um, speaking of hip hop, 19-year-old Texas rapper Tay-K has been sentenced to 55 years in prison. This is because of a 2016 murder he was involved in. This is what I was talking about on past podcast episodes. You could take somebody out the hood, but you cannot take the hood out of them. And that can really make or break somebody's career. I'm not going to lie. I don't know nothing about his case, and I don't really know much about the young man. I just know his one song. He had potential to really be great, and he done messed it up with a freaking, he he caught a body? He caught a murder case? A murder charge? 55 years? And and that's basically two sentences, one for the murder and one for the robbery, um, to be done consecutively. I just wish him the best of luck, man. Um, But why are we wishing him the best of luck if he's a murderer? That's the thing. It's just, I I wish him the best of luck because it's sad for any young person that young, 19 years old, 
to go to adult prison and waste away their life. But if he was involved in this murder, that's his fault. That's his bed and he laid in it. So some people might say that the rap game lost a good one. I really don't know his music like that. I just know the one song. But um, 55 years. Dang, if you're 19 years old, how old are you going to be when you get out? If you get out. That's a long time. He going to be 74 years old. Oh, no, sweetie. Your life is gone. Your, li- your whole life is gone. Wow. All right. But speaking of hip hop, XXL, the magazine, um, they have released their 2019 freshman class. So they do this every year for the past 12 years. They basically get together and kind of make a list of the hottest newcomers on the hip hop scene. And um, then they put together some events and some ciphers and things. So this is the XXL 2019 freshman list. Comethazine. Uh, do I know his songs? No. Tierra Whack. I love her. And we'll get to that in a minute. The Baby, Lil Mosey, Roddy Rich, YBN Corday, YK Osiris, Rico Nasty, Gunna, Megan Thee Stallion, and Blueface. So... Um, like I said, I really don't know much about Comethazine, don't know YK Osiris, but everybody else I actually have listened to. And I actually think this is a really solid list, you know, year after year, uh, XXL gets a lot of backlash for this list because it's just like, who was in the room making this decision? Some of the lists have been very disappointing. Um, yeah, I re- I remember one year it was like Wale and J. Cole on the same list. We need to get back to that, man. That was a good freshman class. This one, um, I think it's pretty solid. I did say that I like Tierra Whack because I personally got to know Tierra Whack through Instagram. Not got to know. She don't know who I am, but she is from Philly. She is pretty local. Um, I really like her flow. I like her freestyles. She's not like too much of a girly girl. Like she really is nitty gritty. And the same with Rico Nasty. She's on the list as well. Rico Nasty is funny because she actually really got on my nerves at first. When I first heard her music, yo, she was screaming. Like, I I wish I could do an impression of her. She'd be like, Rico! Like, that's that's the best way to describe her. So she was getting on my nerves at first. But, you know, through Instagram, I started to, like, follow her feed and really get to know her personality as much as I can from social media. And I think that she really is just unique and she's out there. And she doesn't really care about people's opinion. And I really think she's actually very pretty. <laughs> so I like Rico Nasty. Um, Megan The Stallion. They're all putting on for women, like... You know it's a hot girl summer still, even though Meg got in a relationship and Carisha, uh, a.k.a. Young Miami from City Girls got pregnant. It's still a hot girl summer. It's still a city girl summer. Okay? Even though we in relationships, we still out here. Um, But yeah, they really put on for women in hip-hop. And I briefly mentioned this before on the podcast, but I just want to talk about women in hip-hop because, as we all know, for a long time, while Remy was in jail, we only had Nicki Minaj. Now, well, after Nicki, it's like Cardi came on the scene. Then it was like Cardi versus Nicki. Now, all of a sudden, over the past year, I just seen all these female MCs blow up. And I'm super happy about it. Because for once, like, 
we kind of have our own anthems again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I feel like back in the day, Destiny's Child, 3W, like all of them, we had 3LW, sorry. All of them kind of gave us like our girl power anthems. And now the girl power anthems may take on a different tone as far as get show me the bag and act up and freaking uh big old freak all that stuff might be a little risque but it's empowering nonetheless it's fun and i'm tired of people coming for megan coming for city girls um coming for sweetie talking about oh they're only famous because they're acting like hoes so what haven't men done enough talking about women's bodies and disrespecting women can't women talk about our own pussy for once can't we take back the pussy power I think it's fine. Do the city girls have the best bars in the world? No, they're not going to hold a candle up to Missy Elliott, but it's fun. It's fun music. It's fun booty shaking summertime music. We've been shaking it to all these other future and everybody else basically crapping on women. So now we want to sing about our own pussy and it's a problem. Listen, everybody always going to be mad at something. So uh, this is a message to anybody hating on hot girl summer leave them be because guess what they still not worried about you and they gonna spend their bag and yours too <laughs> yes real hot girl but yeah i there's just so many i could talk about and everybody's like oh you need to stop feeding into cardi b and megan the stallion and you need to listen to people like rhapsody and tiara whack can't we listen to both i love rhapsody i love tiara whack I I love people who actually talk about something important and I like people who shake their butt. There's nothing wrong with it. So, you know, I think um, Trina said it best. Trina is the one who went on uh, the breakfast club and defended these young female rappers because she was there once before, you know, making club hits, get it on the top of the charts. Sometimes you have to talk about that stuff so that you can kind of, open the door to what you really offer. I mean, look at J. Cole. Remember J. Cole's first tape? He wasn't singing about no woke conscious rap. And now he's in a whole different ballpark. So, you know, I think that, and don't get it twisted. Megan Thee Stallion has proved that she can rap. If you watch the XXL freshman cypher, basically baby and Megan Thee Stallion ran all over everybody and it was their cypher. So don't get it twisted. She can actually rap. But, you know, it's just feel-good music. They're young. Megan Thee Stallion's only, like, 24, 25. So just let them be. That's all I have to say about the female rappers. Maybe I'll do a whole episode about the female rappers because there's so many more to put y'all on to. Um, but, yeah, let me jump into now my You're Cancelled. Wait till y'all hear this one. Now, I go on Twitter, and I didn't even know this was, like, a trending thing. I just thought... I. Oh, I saw a tweet on my timeline. I'm going to retweet it. Basically, this lady, I think she works for CBS News or something. She tweeted, can we please get these plates banned from Macy's? The plates, actual dishware, actual china, actual eating plates, were basically portion plates. It had a little circle on the plate that says skinny jeans. It had a medium circle on the plate that said favorite jeans and it had a bigger circle on the plate that said mom jeans. So this is to imply that if you eat a small portion, you can fit into your skinny jeans. If you eat a big portion, you're going to be in your fat pants and your mom jeans. So right off the bat, 
I just saw that and I was like, this is not funny to me. I see what they were trying to do. They were trying to be quirky. They were trying to be funny, but it's not funny to me. And the lady agreed and she tweeted like, can we please get these plates banned? So, uh, In case you're not on social media, in case you're not on Twitter, they're calling this plate gate because people want these plates out of here. So my year canceled goes to the company portions that's spelled P O U R T I O N S portions. You're canceled because these plates, there's two sides of the story. In short, these plates kind of, are fat shaming. They're very toxic for people with eating disorders, by by the way. Um, you know, this can basically kind of spin somebody down a spiral if they have an eating disorder. And I understand they were trying to be quirky. They are trying to be funny. There are plenty of plates out there for portion control. But I just feel like these were a little... They're not, they're not promoting a healthy eating behavior. They're promoting eat less so you can fit into skinny jeans. And I'm not cool with that. So they're canceled in my book. And um, I read a little bit more into it. And basically, um, of course, this toxic, harmful, fat shaming backlash on social media is raising their freaking sales. They said they've sold more in the past day than they ever have. And I'm just confused why people are actually buying this because I mean, yeah, have you have you ever seen like a beer mug and it has different lines on it? Like, oh, I'm tipsy. Oh, I'm drunk. Oh, I can't remember my name. Haha, that's funny. You might see that at Spencer's or something. But this is in Macy's where we know a lot of women shop and it's just pushing the wrong message in my opinion. So for that reason, portions and all of your dinnerware, you're canceled. And then they had the nerve to say this on their website. So this is what they call their manifesto on their website. And they're talking about, oh, we just want to promote portion control. and We weren't trying to hurt anybody. But then you have this on your website. Listen to this. Walk down any street today and one thing becomes immediately clear. We have really let ourselves go. Waistlines are exploding like the national debt. Arties are jammed like Grand Central Station at rush hour. And there are plenty of helpings of blame to go around fast food, slow metabolism, excessive elbow bending. So it just sounds a little judgy to me. It really doesn't sound like their heart is in the right place. It just sounds like they don't like fat people. And um, the company, in addition to its mom jeans plates, they sell a wine glass that says on the lips versus on the hips. I hate that. I really hate that because my dad used to say that. He would be like, oh, you don't need another cookie, Christina. A moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. And it's just like, I don't need this wine glass. If I'm gonna, if I'm drinking wine, I'm already having an unhealthy habit. Don't try to control me. Like, I have a portion control wine glass from when I was on Weight Watchers. And that's because I was counting points. But it's not gonna say, oh, don't drink another glass, fatty. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think because some people on the other side of the argument are like, okay, if you don't like the plates, just don't buy them. And some people are like, no, we need to get these banned. I feel like it was in poor taste to ever create this company and to ever sell plates like that. I, I don't know. I just, 
I just think they should be canceled because it's not cute to me. So that is my year canceled of the week. They're called portions. Macy's has already taken them off the stands. Um, apparently they were only like in one of their flagship stores in uh new york city thank god but like i said the sales are still going up it's like people love being problematic it's like oh social media hates this i'm gonna buy it i don't know what's going on in the world today but yeah that concludes this episode of young black and opinionated make sure you follow me miss chris d on instagram that's m-i-s-s c-h-r-i-s-d-e-e make sure you follow the podcast at the ybo podcast on instagram and facebook and now i am on youtube so go watch that video like like subscribe share comment everything i really appreciate you guys support and stay tuned for more content bye